0: In this week's podcast, I'm going to discuss the growing trend towards pipeline buybacks. I was chatting with a longtime investor in the pipeline sector the other day. He's held MLPs for many years and grasps the importance of shifting into corporations, since that's what most pipeline companies are nowadays. But he's mystified, like many of us, with the depressed valuations. Third quarter earnings have come in generally as expected. Yields remain high at around 9%. I reminded him of the history of the past five years. This is a sector that historically paid high tax-deferred yields, attracting older, wealthy Americans. The shift to a pursuit of growth projects caused by the Shell Revolution led to distribution cuts and alienated this investor base. MLPs decided they wanted to grow, and if their investors didn't want the increased leverage and higher risk profile, well, that was just too bad. An industry abandoned its investor base without really thinking about who would replace them. People talk about the energy transition, but the real transition in energy has been for pipeline stocks to transition to a new set of investors. That's why most of them have dropped the MLP structure, because the pool of potential buyers is too small. But as they've turned into regular corporations, they've been measured by more conventional metrics like free cash flow. Which, for this industry, is going to double this year. They've been cutting spending on new projects, spurred on by COVID and more recently by Joe Biden's election victory. Yeah, let me let me see if I can uh, address some of that. I, you're right. At the beginning of the year, uh, frankly, pre-pandemic, uh, you know, we came in and said we we would use two percent of our cash flow from operations. Um, uh, to come in and, and on buybacks, and, and we've surpassed that year-to-date. Year you know, we're at 4%. That's Randy Fowler of Enterprise Products Partners. They've been buying back stock for a while, and they plan to do more because they figured they could earn a better return on their own stock than many new projects they might consider. Remember, Joe Biden doesn't want new pipelines built. That's fine with me. I think they've built enough for now and an increasing number of companies seem to agree. Third, we continue to successfully execute across each of our key initiatives. And as a result of our progress and our outlook, we have announced a 500 million equity buyback program that we plan to execute in a balanced manner, allowing us to continue to reduce leverage while maximizing value to shareholders. That's Willie Chang of Plains All-American. They have a poor history of capital allocation. So it's especially welcome to hear them returning cash to shareholders. It's long overdue. I think for us right now, clearly the share repurchase program is, again, a view on a market dislocation. And so that's why we moved quickly to put a program in in early October. And that's why you've seen us be active under that program already. That's Jen Neal of Target Resources, another company that hasn't always invested their capital wisely. But they're also buying back stock. The rebound in the energy sector has been very strong. Pfizer's vaccine news was the catalyst, but it came on the back of solid earnings for the sector. The buybacks were a recent development. Pipeline companies historically haven't been big buyers of stock, but their transition to a broader investor base has forced them to start acting like more conventional companies the investor i was talking to was mystified like me as to why the seemingly positive fundamentals haven't been driving better stock performance at least until recently but the great rotation from technology to small cap value is taking hold there's no doubt that as the world recovers from the pandemic energy demand will continue to rise natural gas will be the biggest winner as it has been recently It's just great to see a growing number of pipeline companies correctly evaluating their stock price and figuring that buying it is the best thing they can do with our money. It's long overdue. It means there's plenty of upside for the sector. Thank you for listening to SL Advisors Talks Energy. To find more episodes like this one, go to our website sl-advisors.com. you can sign up for our blog, watch videos and webinars. Follow us on iTunes and Spotify and follow us on Twitter at Simon